0: Today I'm talking to Rachel Fisher, who's a children's author. She wrote the book, The Backyard Girls Club. And even though her work is for 10-year-old girls, we notice a lot of themes between what her audience is struggling with and what my audience is struggling with. So there's one condition as you listen to this episode, you have to listen along with your 10-year-old self. Because if you were a queen bee, alpha female, social butterfly, being bullied, or if you were the bully yourself, desperate to fit in what were you like at 10 and let's reflect on the ways that young girl and her friendship dynamics are still with you today you're tuned in to give it a rest the podcast where we're giving tough love truths for the sisterhood I'm your host, Danielle Byer-Jackson, certified friendship expert and author of the book, Give It a Rest, The Case for Tough Love Friendships. And when it comes to misunderstandings and complications within our female friendships, I am here to help you through it. Tell me about the book and then how you even kind of fell into, you
1: know, being an advocate in this space. Yeah, so sure. I'll just jump right in. I started writing this book three years ago and it was honestly the result of a pretty painful period of my own life in friendships personally just some stuff going on and I just needed to like get back to the beginning like get back to the being a kid playing like the freedom that kind of is a part of that you know really magical stage of our life and um when I was seven years old, my family moved to a neighborhood and we lived on a cul-de-sac and there were six other girls that lived on the cul-de-sac. And, you know, it was kind of, it was in the 90s. So, you know, if you're listening to this and you're, you know, in that late twenties, early thirties age, you remember playing outside till the streetlights came on. And, um, so we just started a club in real life called the Backyard Girls Club. So it was a real club. And so when I started writing this book, I just honestly just started writing down stories and memories from that time in my life. I put the book out there. I started getting a ton of feedback from moms and little girls just saying like they love the book. They loved the whole very like, you know, it really speaks to just that natural part of us that like wants to connect with others, be outside, play, um, you know, and it deals with a lot of themes like entrepreneurship, conflict um starting little like you know do putting on plays and putting on you know things for your neighbors serving your neighbors all that stuff so it's kind of turned into this thing that i feel like okay i think there's something to this so something that kind of came out of a period of my own life that felt a little difficult has ended up being something that was not only healing for me but also just started a lot of good conversations around
0: a lot of times the feedback i'll hear when a woman does read a post or an article or something like that is oh Nobody taught me this when I was younger and so I want to make that connection right now because so many of us feel like oh I'm, I'm, I'm starting to wrap my mind around these these concepts how I relate with other women and pain I get from rejection from other women and why does it hurt so much I'm an adult I shouldn't have my feelings hurt and we're trying to navigate the relationship that we have with other women which is so special and a lot of us are falling into it for the first time in our 20s 30s even early 40s these conversations and we think to ourselves why didn't anybody teach me this when I was little? And so it's so nice that you are operating in that space and showing girls from a young age here's how you have hard conversations here's how you you know respond to a bully here's how you yeah. you know be inclusive so let me ask you this surely as this book has come out you're hearing feedback from the girls themselves who are reading and from their parents so could you highlight for us some of the themes that you're hearing from the yeah. young girls who are devouring your books what are they going yeah. through
1: so a lot of moms have talked to me a lot about rejection and I think that it's something that they read that like really connects to them, but just that, how that looks in their daughter's life, um, like being left out. Like, I think that was a phrase that I used to use a lot growing up. Like, I feel so left out and like, you know, experiencing rejection from girls that you want to be friends with or, you know, being new is another one that rejection being new. And then just honestly, this bullying conversation that people have been having for a while and just what that looks like in the context of. Um, young girls but also in the context of like moms like just like you know having conflict and having to kind of get back to the basics of how do we how do I have honest vulnerable conversations about conflict when someone hurts my feelings like that's hard for us to do for some reason it's just hard because it's like fear we're scared we don't know we feel like maybe it's not that big of a deal so those are I would say those are three big things that I see a lot and that have I've seen probably the most like they've been the most prevalent.
0: This is what I want you to do if you're listening ladies, okay? I'm gonna, I know it feels cheesy, but we're gonna do it. I want you to go back to when you were 10. So I think that's like fifth, sixth grade-ish. Go back to when you were 10. What were your female friendships looking like? Were you queen bee and you were social butterfly? Were you kind of the outsider who was desperate to belong to that group? You know, were you moving around a lot with your parents and found that you kept having to make friends? Mm-hmm. Were you the 10-year-old who was being bullied by other girls and dealing with that when you came home with your parents or siblings? Because I want you to make a connection between 10-year-old you and you right now. Are you still struggling with those things? Have your friendships changed as a direct relation in response to who you were at 10 maybe you were the social butterfly and now you realize the importance of just one or two strong friendships I'm curious of what your reflection would be now to compare 10 year old you to you right now so I think it's so interesting Rachel that you are highlighting those three things as um recurring themes and I know you were saying that when you talk to the moms of young girls they're having aha moments, like, oh my gosh, my, you know, baby girl's asking me this question after she reads it. And I'm like, well, gosh, I'm still struggling with that myself. Yeah. Are you, are you seeing that a lot too?
1: Yes. And you know, I've had a couple of moms, they'll send me DMs on Instagram or come up to me, like when we've had events before all of the non-event, like we couldn't have events anymore, but just being like, you know, this is so good for my daughter because I, we, it helps us talk. And that was something that a couple of moms said to me, like, it's providing like facilitating a conversation between me and my daughter that I really want to have and you know some moms have just said like I wish like there was something like this for me like even as an adult you know navigating friendships and just the different dynamics of what that looks like and feels like and
0: so you're having these conversations with moms who are having an aha moment like how am I in a position to guide another young girl And navigating these things when I'm trying to figure it out. So it's so interesting because, you know, for example, you talked about rejection. And I know for a lot of us, you know, maybe we don't have the school cafeteria image anymore. If the girl's not letting us sit with them, perhaps it's not that explicit, but maybe it's things like she's not texting you back or she doesn't call you back, or you guys seemed fine, but now she doesn't initiate hangouts as much. And it's kind of hurtful, but you don't want to admit that it's hurtful because, you know, it's not a romantic relationship. So we still are dealing with those, those, those same ideas. And and I love that you're kind of emphasizing that or, or being new and trying to fit in and whether it's a new workplace or, you know, you move with your family and you've got to have a new set of girlfriends. And a lot of times I see women who are like, Oh, I've already got my girlfriends like back where I used to live, but you need friends here too. And I think sometimes we use it as a cover so we don't have to deal with the awkwardness and uncertainty, making friends. And it's so so interesting to see that a lot of this stuff is just cyclical. You don't make yeah. friends once when you're a kid and now you're a pro at making friends. It's right. something you you constantly have to do. And, and I think it's interesting that you're seeing that firsthand with little ones.
1: Yeah. And I, I wanted to kind of insert this story. This happened to me yesterday. And I think it fits perfectly with what you're saying is I was the new girl for the first time in I don't know how long I got invited by these girls. I met at a park with my kids. I was with my twins. I met this, these other two moms with their kids and they invited me to come to a, like a play date situation yesterday with a bunch of their friends. And so I show up with my kids and I'm not kidding you. I got so nervous. I was like, when was the last time I felt like this? Like college, which was like over 10 years ago, you know, starting to think like, I need to be, sometimes we just like need to be back in that place. And I felt like it was interesting to like be back and being the new girl again and remembering what that feels like, because it's, you know, you can kind of get used to being in your lane of being like the initiator or being the one who's always got all the friends. And that's been my role for the last several years is I have a great group of girlfriends and I love to bring people into that who are looking for, you know, relationships or just connection. And so, yeah. We feel it as, you know, 30 something year old women, we can experience that same feeling. And it's like, oh gosh, <laughs> I forgot what this was like. And I can't imagine my daughter's going through this or, you know, the girl I mentor, my niece, my granddaughter, Whoever. Um, it's just good to be reminded of what that feels Yes, like. I love that example. And I also love that you kind
0: of emphasize, you know, young women we, we mentor because for those who are listening and they're like, I'm not a mom, or you know, I'm a I'm a boy mom, I don't have daughters, right. you know, we're all in some way in right. a in a space of influence over Absolutely. younger girls or our niece, and like you said. And and you're right, maybe it's kind of good to be in a position where you've got to flex that muscle a little bit yeah, and how to weird. like <laughs> Yeah, how do I make small talk here? You know, and, and kind of trying to figure out like the norms like in that group like what do you guys think is funny you know yeah I, you it's know?
1: like what of my, my friend one of my friends just moved away she was like my closest friend here one of my closest friends you know that i'd made in the last few years and she moved away this past week and we were talking and she was like i'm in the like what's your favorite color stage of friendship and I was like that is my new favorite phrase the what's your favorite color time where you're trying to learn all the things about somebody so you kind of know like what you can talk about what like so that's kind of yeah I think we all can relate to being in that place and feeling that way yeah and it's grade and it's when we're 25 (laughs) Yes. Oh my
0: gosh. And it's my hope that like, even listening to this conversation, women are feeling like, okay, it's not just me. Okay. It's not something that you should have mastered by now. It's something that we're, that's, that's going to be ongoing. And, um, and hopefully also, you know, my prayer for listeners is that in this moment, you're thinking back to when you were 10 and maybe having a, a reflection moment of, What are some things you have not yet healed or addressed? Are you in, are you still in some bad habits or, you know, Mm -hmm. are you maybe making some connections between like, oh gosh, is that why I do what I do now? You know, even if it's something like a, a young girl, you know, hurt your feelings when you were 10. So now you're the woman who's like, I don't want female friends. I don't need girlfriends. Can you trace that back to like, you know, a heartbreak at 10. So hopefully it's just a moment of connection of like, oh gosh, you know, comparing, what kind of world was i in as a friend at 10 where am i now and, and what things do i need to address so i'm, yeah, I'm so glad you're kind of bringing that home for us
1: yes i'm so glad you said that about just kind of making the connection because i think that it's just so important for us to always be thinking about like ways we can continue to grow and like relationships are like they're they're a lot they're ev- they're everything to us honestly like i think that like connection to other people like we cannot thrive without connection and when we have been wounded and hurt by girls when we were 10 in the cafeteria or you know when we're you know 32 in the workplace like the way that we respond to those rejections those wounds those hurts like they will continue to like multiply themselves and we'll keep closing ourselves off to people and I think that that is just it's such it's something that I've personally I mean I've experienced that and just kept my distance because I don't want to be hurt and I think a lot of times we can trace that back to a time in our 10 year old to our 10 year old self. And I think it's important to revisit that place as weird as it sounds. It's like kind of how you kind of invited everyone to kind of bring their 10 year old self. I think it's so important to go back there because I think there's a lot of healing that can happen in that space for us. Definitely. Definitely. Um, So. I'm so glad you said that. I think that's that's
0: so good. That's so good. Well, we're all doing the work. So sometimes it helps to know, like, we're all doing it together. Other women who are listening, we're all doing it together. I kind of reflected on after you and I had our chat last week, I was thinking about like, oh gosh, how, what was I like as a friend? I think I was like a bad friend. Okay. So I know I, I was, I was bossy. I was a bossy friend. <laughs> and I specifically remember being 10 in the fifth grade in miss Hillary's class. And she called my mom because I started a spice girls club. No. And yes, only, she, and she called my mom because I started a spice girls club and there's only five spice girls. And there were other girls who wanted to be in the club. And I was like, you can't be in the club. There's only five spice girls. There's only one scary spice. You know, we have quotas to meet, we have numbers, and it just doesn't make sense. And she called my mom, and I remember my mom speaking to me about how dare you leave out girls? Who cares if there's a number? How rude of you? You know, think about her feelings and kind of walking through with me the exercise of empathy. Like, how much, uh, and where can we follow along with with more of you and and you?
1: You can follow me at Backyard Girls Club um, or Rachel B. Fisher.
0: Today's episode was helpful for you. I'd love for you to come tell me about it over on the Facebook group called the Give It A Rest Podcast After Party. You can also hear me run my mouth and give other unsolicited advice regarding your friendships on instagram at danielle byer jackson formerly at girl give it a rest so now i've switched my handle and would love to see you over there and as always you can listen to more episodes and read some of our research-based articles over at give it movement.com i can't wait to see you over there